some of you may know that I am notoriously thrifty. I would not call myself miserly, but I am thrifty. And that's worked for me in my life. It's helped me to build up a decent reserve of money, which is how I'm creating this podcast and living my current life. I held on to money. I invested it in things. And that turned into passive cash for me. So I'm a really big believer in being smart with money. But I want to talk about a kind of thriftiness that came and bit me in the butt and it's coming for you or it's already surrounding you. And you may not even be a thrifty person, but you have a thrifty mindset. So that's what we're going to deal with today, getting your thrifty mindset dead and transitioning to an abundance mindset. Hey, I'm the reluctant book marketer, and I've got just one question for you. Do you see your novel as a million dollar asset? Because if you don't, and you want to, you're in the right place. This is the only show for novelists who want to shift their mindset away from fear and toward abundance. Because you can sell more books than you ever dreamed when you believe in what you're doing. So I want to talk to you about what happened to me because of a certain kind of thriftiness. And that's that we needed a new car. We've been in the Toyota Sienna van for the last six years. Uh, when we got it, it had close to 100,000 miles on it. Right now, it has closer to 300,000 miles on it. Transmission's starting to go bad. And it looks like a war-ravaged vehicle. Three children have grown up from infancy to uh, the ages of 10, 9, and 7 in this car. And so it's predictably coated in goldfish powder. If you're not familiar with the little crackers, you know, goldfish crackers. And it's got like probably pudding stains and ice cream stains, uh, as well as vomit stains. Let's be honest, it's a disgusting car. And it was starting to leak like fluid somewhere in the dashboard and get moldy. So probably I have like mold growing inside my brain right now. This car is disgusting. And my wife was 100% within her rights to ask for a new car. But well, we don't have a, 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 any kind of income coming in at the moment. Not much to speak of. That's what happens when you start a new business. However, because I was concerned about it, I made bad decisions to try to save money and find a really good deal. Instead of getting a great value, I looked to save money. The Starfleet Leadership Academy. Leadership development told through the lens of Star Trek. Enjoy an episode of Star Trek and learn invaluable leadership lessons from Jeff Aiken. You know what that sound is? That's the sound of the freshest cup of coffee you'll ever taste from Writer's Block Coffee. Find a link in today's show notes or simply type in www.writersblockcoffee forward slash TRBM. That stands for the Reluctant Book Marketer.
And there was a car out there, a Toyota Highlander. I really like the brand Toyota because usually the value is high, but it was underpriced, significantly underpriced. So I called the owner and agreed to come see the vehicle. I knew what was wrong with it. And I knew that there was a chance. I knew there was a chance it was going to be an extremely expensive repair. Guess what? It was an extremely expensive repair. I paid twice as much for the stupid repairs I did for the dumb car. And I'm not going to get into numbers here because everybody feels differently about numbers. But I will tell you, I've now overpaid for a car uh, that I should never have picked up. And it's because of my mindset. Instead of understanding the value that I was out to get, I sought a price. Now, what does this have to do with you and book marketing and everything that you're trying to achieve and changing your mindset? Well, let me ask you a question. Are you the person right now who self-published your book on Amazon and listed it as free for a week so that you could get a bunch of people to come and pick it up because, man, free? How can you resist free? Are you the person who has your ebook listed at $1.99 or $0.99 cents or even $2.99 because, well, it helps move people toward the book? Are you the kind of person who went cheapo on editing your book? Did you go cheapo on getting art design for your cover? And this is all assuming you're self-published, but even if you traditionally published, are you the kind of person who thinks about the advance you got from your publisher and you want to either stock it away for a rainy day or you want to spend it on a down payment for a house or something like that instead of pouring it back into the book? If you are any of those kind of people, you're being destroyed by the same mindset that screwed me with this stupid Toyota Highlander. Let's talk to the traditionally published person first. If you're holding on to that advance on your book, it's because you don't believe you can sell enough copies that you'll recoup the money you invest in advertising or marketing. Not all marketing is paid marketing, but when you have a lump sum of money that you could move toward the book to get more eyes on it, you use that money. Use that money to travel. Use that money to get ads on Amazon or Facebook, anywhere. It's your responsibility. And if you believe in your book and you have an abundance mindset that you can sell a million copies of your book, you'll do the right thing with that money. And even if it doesn't return this time, you'll be so much smarter and so much more savvy about how to use the money better next time. That's the, that's the deal here, okay? You're gonna make mistakes, I guarantee. Just wave goodbye to the money. Say, see you later, money, you're gone. Thank you for teaching me how to do this better. Same goes for you if you're a self-published author. If you didn't buy good editing services and get a good cover design and art and layout and everything you need to make it a professional book, shame on you. Not shame on you because you're a cheapo like I am, tightwad. Shame on you because you don't believe in yourself. You don't believe that your book is good enough to sell. And if that's the case, why are you even out there right now? I'd love for you to ask yourself that question. Why are you out there trying to get people to read your book if you don't believe in yourself, if you don't believe in the book, if you don't believe you wrote something great? It doesn't make any sense. You're behaving utterly without logic. You're behaving without conviction. That's no way to live. Stop it. And if you price your book free so that it's going to move, 
I want to ask you a question. If your name's not Rich Hosek, and by the way, you should listen to his podcast or check it out on YouTube. It's really amazing. I will link to it in my show notes. So anyways, Rich would be the exception to this rule. I know from speaking with him that he will pick up any free book he sees to help a person with their metrics. But if your name's not Rich Hosek, you know what you're not doing? picking up free books. If you see something scroll down your Twitter feed, you don't be like, oh, cool, I can get it for free and get it because you're spending time to get the book and you know most likely you're not going to read it. Why? Because if it's free, it must not be worth much. It must not be a great book if they have to give it away. It must not be interesting if they have to give it away. We got to change our mindset collectively as authors. I wish I had a million listeners right now so that they could hear that and decide to change collectively. Stop giving your book away for free. You ever go to the dealership at the, at like, to buy a car? We're going back to the cars here. Do you go to the dealership and they're like, well, we're just gonna give you this car, okay? It's a limited time offer. This Everything on the lot's free, so just go ahead and take it because we're trying to build our, no. And it's not because the, 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 the makes and models have been around for so long that they don't need to do that stuff. No, not at all. What's actually happening is that they understand there's a great value in their product and that people are going to pay the value. And here's a little secret. Things are overpriced on purpose. Toyota overprices their vehicles. They make a larger profit on their vehicles because of their reputation for value. Brands that can do. Can you? I feel like that's a tagline. Brands that do can do can you i don't even remember how i said it i'll go back to the first one that was better i liked it anyway <laughs> you have an opportunity to change your mindset to value your book to believe in it and to go out and sell it so if you have a book right now on amazon this is my call to action for you right now self-published authors you can't do this if you are traditionally published because you have no say in your pricing if you are the one who picks the pricing for your book. Go out and double it right now. Go out and double it. Change the pricing, double it. And then go ask people to buy it. You're not selling any books right now anyway. I know a lot of you listening are not selling any books. You're not selling one book a week. You're not selling five books a week. You're not selling. So you have nothing to lose, literally. Double the price of your book. And if it's set for free right now, I'm going to arbitrarily ask you to put it at $9.99 for an ebook. Oh my goodness, $9.99. Who's going to spend 10 bucks on a book? Oh, right. Anybody who likes an author will spend $10 on a book. I spend $10 on a book regularly and I'm a cheap wad. I'm a tight wad. I go to a book sale where I can pick up used hardbacks for a quarter. But if I like the author, 10 bucks is nothing. 10 bucks is a steal. If I found a Stephen King book, like uh, he just came out with Fairy Tale, I'd pick that up for 10 bucks. Oh my gosh, I'd feel like I had a steal. Value what you've done. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, do me a big favor right now. Click on the follow button in whatever podcast app you're listening on. That way you'll get notifications every time I drop a new episode. And if you still can't get enough, you can go to the show notes, click the link for my newsletter, and sign up today. I'll give you one to two interesting pieces of content every single month that you won't hear on the podcast or find laying around on the internet.